Hello, everyone. This is Molly from the Casually Molly Podcast, and I just wanted to introduce you to my friends at the Natty Cat. This one is for you cool cats and kittens who can't get enough of wordplay and fur babies. The Natty Cat's natural soy candles feature inventive scent combinations and glass jars with clever kitties on the labels. Hand purred with locally sourced natural soy wax, the Natty Cat's candles woodwicks create a cozy fireside crackling sound, perfect for curling up on the couch. Remember, for all of your candle and scented oil needs, please visit our friends at the Natty Cat either on Facebook or Instagram. Have you ever wanted to get your shit together? Scrap it, look through the lens and capture it. But first world problems are getting you down. Disabled, salty, need an app to fix that frown. <laughs> well, you can do all those things and so much more. Just grab a seat in the chair or the floor. Sit back, relax, recline. Well, she drops another casual line. You're tuned into Casually Molly with Molly and Bergie. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Casually Molly podcast. I am your host, Molly Ambergee. Remember that you can always check out an episode every week and you can stream wherever you stream audio and on video, you can watch us on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, Normally, it's uh, Casually Molly and I'm Molly Ambergee, but today we've got Casually Molly squared because on my, well, on my right is, uh, I can't, I don't know which side to point. Here we go. Uh, We have country music star, Molly love it. How are you doing today, Molly? Hey, Molly. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I know we were chatting beforehand and I know that's showbiz, right? Um, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But uh, I just wanted to say thank you again for coming on. Um, how I kind of found out about you, as I was telling you earlier, was uh, I ended up finding you on Facebook one night and I was like, oh my God, I love this girl's music. I think you just have like a really like fun, go happy vibe and then but you're also kind of a badass at the same time with <laughs> so I, uh, Thank you. yeah well, it's a great combination to have yeah, yeah. and uh, I know that you're gonna play some music for us at the end uh, for your yes. new single one woman show so very no. exciting <laughs> yes uh, but Molly let's kind of talk about you for a little bit I know you said right now you're in Kansas City so what are you doing up there <laughs> yes I am not usually in Kansas City but <laughs> It's actually one of it's one of my very best friend's twenty first birthdays today. So I surprised her and I drove up and yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go celebrate tonight. So I am yeah, I'm in Kansas City for for the day. Oh I love that though. Well that's like well, what's your friend's name? Do you mind saying it? We'll wish them a happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, Sam. (laughs) She has been Sam, yeah, one of my best friends since like we were probably five or six years old. Oh, that's so nice. Don't you love you have friends like that that have lasted with you? Oh my for gosh. So long? Yes, it is so cool. That's what my family always says. Like old friends are the best friends. Like people that have known you forever, like they're just they're the best. Oh, no, I agree. Absolutely.
absolutely. Uh, I'm originally from Cincinnati, Ohio, so I still have friends from Cincinnati up through St. Louis. Uh, but speaking of my background, let's actually talk about yours. So yes. let's tell us a little bit, Molly. I know there's probably a lot that goes into this question, but <laughs> I'm sure you get asked a lot. How did we get from, you know, where were our humble beginnings into now uh, singing one woman show for us? How did we get there? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, loaded question. So, um, I mean, growing up, I was always surrounded by music. Like my, my family is a big music family. Um, they, I mean, we grew up just listening to music in the house or in the car and you know music was always playing like my family loves especially live music I actually went to my very first concert when I was five years old I went to see Tim McGraw with my family yeah of course it was great Tim McGraw. oh right yeah we love <laughs> Tim McGraw <laughs> Um, and you know, my, um, my grandpa was actually a drummer in his own band back in the day. Um, my grandma wrote songs all the time and she sang. Um, and so that kind of inspired me. I mean, I grew up doing all of the talent shows, you know, in, in grade school, high school, that whole thing. Yeah. Um, I wrote my own songs even, um, oh, and I would wow. perform them at, yeah. at my own little talent shows. And, um, it, yeah, so I, that was always, always the dream growing up was like, you know, what do you want to be when you're older? Oh, I, I want to be a famous singer. Like, that's what I'm going to go do. Um, but it wasn't until my freshman year of college, I went to Murray State University in Kentucky. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was the year that I, I released my first album. So I had a bunch of songs that I had written throughout my high school years. And I, um, I wanted to record them. And so my guitar player who I played with sometimes was nice enough to help me out. And we recorded in his home studio. And, um, so yeah, I got to release my first album. I had a big album release party and I got to perform my first full band show, which was so cool. Um, and that was kind of the turning point was that, that album release party. I mean, we had, almost, I think it was close to 400 people show up oh, and wow. I was just like taken aback. Yeah. Um, oh. Like I did not think that, <laughs> yes, it was, it was crazy. Like, uh, yeah, it was that moment on after that show that I was like, whoa, like, yeah people believe in me and people like my music and they like, it was really cool. Like I, I then again, that had always been a dream, but I never had that like confidence and that, you know, that drive now to like go for it. Um, so after the, the album release party, it was time to go back to school. I had to go back to Kentucky and, um, it was about a couple weeks into school. I called my parents and I was like, guys, I'm not really into the whole, whole school thing anymore. Like, I think that, you know, music, like that's, that's what I have to do. And they were totally supportive. Like they were like, okay. That's like, so nice to hear. <laughs> yes. Yes. It was, it was, yeah. A lot of people are surprised, but they were like, 
okay, like if this is what you want to do, like we think you can do it. We believe in you and let's put a plan together and let's, let's, you know, take this seriously and see what we can do. And so, um, we decided, you know, I wouldn't go back to school that we were going to do this a hundred percent and go for it. And, um, that's what we're doing. So. Oh my gosh. Well, it seems to be working out great. I mean, I, I'm so excited for you. Like I said, I'm already a fan. So fangirl here. Um, <laughs> have you, let me see here. Have you like had a favorite venue that you've performed at or a favorite show that you've had so far during your career? Yes. Your album release party. Right. <laughs> that one's up there for sure. <laughs> um, so one, actually it was this summer during these crazy times. Um, so we actually, I got to perform at the St. Louis Powerplex, which hmm. they were doing like some drive-in movies and concerts. Um, we were actually, they were putting like Forbes magazine, like they were one of the first drive-in concerts. Cause I know those are kind of happening now. Yeah. Um, but I was, yeah, I was able to perform at one of their, their drive-in concerts and it was so cool. It was just so different than anything that I had ever done. <laughs> like yeah. it was, it was funny. Like, you know, instead of people like clapping and cheering, it was like honking of the horns, you know, in the car. And like, it was, <laughs> It was very interesting. It was different, um, but it was really cool. Something I'll never forget for sure. Yeah, I was about to say, you know, they. Um, it's actually kind of interesting that you hit, you know, hit on that topic just because it is such a big thing right now. Because uh, in comedy as well, what people are doing is I have friends out in LA and they do a lot of like drive-in shows now too. I've seen people who are doing like musicals in beds of pickup trucks. <laughs> like, and, oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, it's the craziest thing, but it's also kind of the coolest thing, like you said as well, kind of seeing the community come together at this time, even though it's definitely not your quote unquote traditional, I mean, you are bringing back that drive-in uh, movie scenario just with live music. Uh, yes. So I'm really excited for you. What did you, uh, was there like a big hit that kind of went well with the uh, show that helped you kind of get through it all? <laughs> yes, I actually, so it was close to Memorial Day weekend, I believe, mm -hmm. that I played, and I played Proud to be an American, and Aww. it was, oh my gosh, like, it was, people were, like, yelling out of their car windows, singing, and, like, it was really cool, um, and that's what I love about, you know, when I get to play shows like that, like, seeing people interact and being so excited, um, especially during these times. It was really cool. Gotcha. No, I, I appreciate like, again, cause we've been doing that with the podcast too. As you can see, we're doing like virtual interviews, trying to kind of yeah. navigate through everything. Like there was a time where I had to record from my, I live in a loft in St. Louis city. So I was like, well, this is going to be my recording studio. Right. This is it for now. Yeah. It's a, I was about to say in the, how do you feel with, again, this is going to be kind of a loaded question, but how do you feel with the music industry during this time? Like, have you been seeing it, I guess, like flourishing or, I mean, how do you see it kind of navigating through, you know, what maybe we have, we kind of have an unknown future. How do you see it kind of working through now? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a loaded question. It's been honestly the past few months, 
I think have helped me personally as an indie artist, you know, someone who, who isn't signed and who's kind of doing things um, on their own. I have a team and I have, you know, my publicist, Brickstore Media, and, and my producer and agent and everything. But for someone who who's trying to do a lot on their own, it's honestly helped doing a lot of the things like this, like the, the virtual interviews and all of the like Facebook and Instagram live streams that I've got to do. I've honestly gained a lot of a lot of new fans and, and supporters um, who have found me through social media because, um, you know, there was I mean, a couple months back, like my family, we didn't leave our house. Like we were, we were home, home, you know? Um, and so during that time it was like, all we did was look at stuff online or, you know, look, we, we, again, we love live music. So we would try to, you know, we'd find new artists and people. And, um, and I feel like a lot of people did that. So it honestly helped me a ton. And I know a lot of other indie artists a ton, um, being able to have this, this time off from real life. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But it's also really hard because, you know, it's been good. We've been gaining a lot of new fans and people, but we have to make money too. And it's, it's been hard to not be able to play a ton of shows like we're used to. Um, so that's been, that's been hard. And, and then again, with like the, the touring artists having to cancel all of their tours and things, it's just, it's crazy. Um, so yeah, I'm hoping we'll see what, what 2021 holds <laughs> if, if we can get back on tour and, and travel and, and perform. Um, but yeah, it has, it's honestly helped. I think it's, it hasn't been, been terrible for my career. Yeah, absolutely. I was about to say, like I said, that's how I discovered you was through social media. And I feel yeah. like that has been such a good outlet for, like you said, indie artists. I mean, I know as a podcaster and even doing stand-up comedy, that's helped me me to kind of reach out to people because then all of a sudden people are like hey I'm kind of interested in your podcast I'm kind of interested in this genre so I but I get it there was a point where we were all just on lockdown (laughs) and I was like maybe I should uh start reading because I think I've watched Netflix (laughs) so it's uh right literally yes (laughs) gotta gotta start growing from there um but we what we talk about in comedy is you know we maybe did some like writing during quarantine did you do any writing for your music while you were in quarantine I did. Um, I wrote I wrote a few songs, but I actually found it harder to write during quarantine because um, I do most of my songs that I write are about my life and my experiences and things. So being cooped up at home and not going out and doing things it was kind of it was harder to write. Um, I didn't I kind of had to had to peel back into like past things and, and like past emotions and, and kind of write about those things. Um, so it was a little harder to write. I, you know, honestly, that is the most honest thing I've heard anybody say. Cause like, most of the time you talk to people and people are like, Oh, you know, I, I wrote and I picked up the language and I'm like, yes, I just, yeah. <laughs> like, and you're like, no, it was hard. There was, yeah, it was. It I, was. I get that. Cause as a comedian, like you can't, we go to open mics, right. And we do shows and, when you're trying to work out a joke, you have to do it for a live audience. So yeah, it's been strange. We tried out like these Zoom shows, right? And then that sometime helped. Did you do any like shows via online or are you solely doing podcasting or? 
So I, um, during the, the lockdown lockdown, when we were all like home, home, um, yes. I did a weekly Facebook live. So I would call it requests live with Molly Levitt. Um, so I would do like strictly requests. Like people would come on and give me a song and I would look it up really quick and try to figure it out. Um, so it was really fun. That was like, it was challenging to me, which I love. Um, and people liked it cause I got to, to play, you know, songs that they wanted to hear. Um, so that was, yeah, that was what I did. I did a weekly Facebook live show. I love that idea because I'm such a fan of, um, like when you go to a piano bar and the um, pianist is sitting there and you're like, Oh, you just request like teenage dream by Katy Perry or something. And then all of a sudden they're like, they do like some slow melodic, like interpretation of it. And you're like, what? I want to give people so all cool. my money. Right. <laughs> so that's exactly. how I feel about you. I'd be like, Hey, do I, so I'm already impressed. That's something I've always admired is our people that can just be like, Oh, one minute, let me just do this. And it's, let me just, just figure it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's fantastic. Good for you. Thanks. Um, yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Not a problem. Casually Molly, casually Molly. Love it. <laughs> so, right. There you go. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> we're fun. So anyway, <laughs> this is when you, we like have finally released it out of quarantine, Molly, like even though the pandemic, we're just like, we, we can finally talk and have a good discussion with somebody. Right. Yes. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Um, what I will ask you is, you know, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, you kindly, you have like a country music genre. Is that correct? Yes. Why country music? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I grew up, I mean, I actually grew up listening to all kinds of music. Like my family, like I said, big music lovers were always listening to music. Um, but I really, I took to country. Um, my, my grandma and grandpa on my dad's side, they were big country music people. Um, like I remember anytime we were with them, it was always, always country music. And I guess I just kind of fell in love with the storytelling of, of country music. Like I love, um, Taylor Swift is one of my, one of my biggest inspirations. I know. Who doesn't love Taylor Swift? I don't right? know. Okay, some, no, I know. Right. Like some people really don't like her but I just don't get it like she's she's the best she's the best Who doesn't <laughs> um, but I yeah I grew <laughs> up in that I grew up in that like Taylor Swift era of like I that was all I listened to it was like Taylor Swift Carrie Underwood Tim McGraw those were those are my people and um that's just I fell in love with the stories of country music and the way that they wrote and I don't know I feel like I'm gonna I, I'm not dissing on any other uh, genres because I love I love all music but I just love love the way that country music artists write and just the, the songs um and that's that's what I fell in love with with country music oh I don't blame you I I still remember when Carrie Underwood won American Idol <laughs> and I still remember having yes. the landline in our house and I was like mom uh -huh. dad like I gotta call into this number yes. <laughs> and after like 12 or 15 times I like finally got through and because everybody was calling in and when she uh -huh. won I was like <gasps> like you know, seeing like a woman who was a country star and she like yes. American Idol. You're like, this is fantastic, which yes. I, like, that's what I kind of see in you. So that's a really good example Aww. of you. No, for sure. Like what I like about you is, you know, one woman show, no pun intended here, but like yes. it's, a, 
it's yeah. it's interesting to see that like you know you're doing all this you know you're helping produce your brand you're doing all these shows um which i think is really great for young women and just women in general but particularly young girls who were like us right that looked at like carrie Underwood yeah. and like all these country stars and they'll probably watch this and look at you and go wow i want to be like molly someday so oh. yeah oh my god of yeah. course and i'm not just saying that like it's we what what's really relevant right now and should be always is that you know we really need to have strong women in pursuit of their dreams and their passions and that's something yes. that you're doing and something that i like to highlight on the podcast uh so what i'll ask you is for somebody who is a young woman interested in country looking at that guitar wanting to pick it up what is some advice that you would maybe give to them for this journey <laughs> Yeah, I am all about the, the female empowerment and, and going for your dreams. Because um, I did have a lot of people, you know, when I decided to leave school, saying like, are you sure? Like, is that, that that's not really realistic. And um, so, yeah, for anyone who who loves music or, or plays guitar or sings or is interested, um, just be confident in yourself. And I know that's hard to just hear someone say that and be like, yeah, you're right. I, I can do this but because um, it took me a long time you know for for me to be able to say yes I'm gonna do this and this is what I'm meant to do um, but just believe in yourself you know you you know you and um, as long as you stay true to yourself and you're happy what you're doing you're doing what you love then you know there's no harm in that like that is you have to go for it. You have to do do what you love. Um, so yeah, just believe in yourself and stay true to yourself, I think is the biggest thing is to not get caught up in what other people think or what you think other people want you to be. Um, so that is my, yes, my piece of advice. Yes, no, I couldn't agree more because I feel like, and it's, it's interesting how I was, you know, you had touched on this earlier and that's why I loved your parents' reactions just because I, uh, I was in dance and I did theater and you know it's it's yeah. always interesting even though I finished college I did theater in college and the oh, thing cool. about that yeah so the thing about that was though is that I have a similar story in regards that people when I was like yeah I'm gonna be a theater major people are like oh well that's like such a waste of time it's like unrealistic mm -hmm. but it wouldn't if I hadn't have followed what I thought was the path for me I wouldn't be where I'm at. And I feel like you feel the same way. You wouldn't be on your journey where you Exactly, mm -hmm. exactly, yes, Now. Oh, a hundred percent. Yes. I, uh, I was going to ask you too about the storytelling that you were talking about in country music. Uh, yeah. totally relate to that again, being in comedy and theater, all about storytelling. Um, is there a certain story in one of your songs that really resonates with you that whether it was kind of maybe in your early stages of your career to maybe like your new single that you have now that, uh, I think maybe if you had a moment where it really hit you and you felt like you told the story that you wanted to tell. Yeah, I think especially with this new single, um, I was so excited to release this one just because, again, like I said, I'm all about that female empowerment and, you know, going for your dreams and everything. Um, so I had actually written one woman's show about a year ago, um, last August, and it was during a time where 
I had just kind of started this whole journey. Um, you know, I had just started playing places and um, performing and, and doing all of this. And it was, it was funny, like a lot of the people who would come to my shows, they'd ask me about my music and all that. And that was awesome. But a lot of people would ask like, oh, and do you have a boyfriend? Like, what do you have a boyfriend? And I'm like, no, like I'm really just, I'm focusing, <laughs> focusing on the career right now. Like I'm, I just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going for this and I'm, I'm just really focused on this right now. And I was just getting so, it doesn't like make me upset. Like that's, you know, people, that's a question people ask. Um, but I was like, you know, it's, it's okay to, to not have a boyfriend and to be independent and going for, you know, your dream and something you love. Um, and so that was a message that I just, I needed to, to write for myself, but also for all the other women out there who, you know, are in similar situations who are, are just needing time for themselves. And don't get me wrong. Like it's great to have a boyfriend and, and all that, <laughs> you know, but <laughs> sure. Yeah. I got what you're saying. But <laughs> Yeah. But it's also, but also, you know, you need time to focus on yourself and to, you know, to just be you and, and do you for a while. Um, so that was a really important message that I, I wanted to get out there and I'm glad I got to yeah to do with one woman show absolutely I I couldn't relate to you more because <laughs> I, um, I it's it is funny how people ask you that question and it's like it never is in a hurtful manner they're probably no, yeah. so amazed by you that they're like anybody that would you know, her would be so lucky, you know, and, Yeah, but it's like, that's literally, and I, I totally understand that. But for a long time in my twenties, cause I'm going to be 30 now. So very exciting stuff. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. Milestone. But, um, why I bring this up is that I was single throughout that whole time. And I was like producing shows and doing comedy and like, you sometimes need that time to figure out what you want to do. And I commend you, especially in the industry that you're in. Sometimes like you do have to focus on it because there's always people that are going to come in and out of your life, but your music and your craft is something that's important to you. So I completely understand. And I mean, yes, now I'm dating somebody, but he's in stand-up comedy too. So he understands how I feel. Oh, cool. yeah. <laughs> so it's a little bit of a different vibe per se, but yeah, beforehand I was just a free agent, just working on my craft and doing yeah. what means, you know, that's important to you. So I really appreciate your honesty on that for sure. So um, now are you, I may have touched about this earlier, but the reason, are you from Kentucky or... Yes. I'm actually from St. Louis. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yes. So, so I am, yeah, born and raised St. Louis. Okay. Um, gotcha. But I just, yeah, just went to school in Kentucky for a year. Okay. The reason why I was just asking was because there's a lot of like country influence in Kentucky too. So being from yeah. Ohio, I was like, oh my God, we were just a river apart. <laughs> um, <Huh>. Yes. <laughs> um, what I will say, you know, since we do have a lot of people from St. Louis, so this is a great actually turnaround question here. Yeah. Um, um, what I will ask you is, um, since you are from St. Louis, 
we have a lot of fans who are like, uh, you know, fans of Ted Drews or, you know, The Hill, something. Is there like a favorite St. Louis place of yours that really means a lot to you or something that you remember from your childhood or even now that you're just a really big fan of? <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, the zoo. My family would go to the zoo all the time. I don't And like still, yes, no, we, we love the zoo. And St. Louis has the best zoo, apparently. Um, yes, <laughs> but like, yes, I have so many memories of just go going to the zoo all the time with my family. Um, but yeah, no, St. Louis is awesome. Like we, I mean, yeah, we go to Cardinals games all the time and, um, and then with the blues winning the Stanley cup and everything, like that was a blast going to ballpark village and, and doing all of that. Um, so yeah, St. Louis is such a cool city. Um, yes. Oh, totally. I, I mean, I why I moved here just because the community is so awesome here and it keeps getting I feel like at least for me and maybe you feel, it just keeps getting better and better each year <laughs> like there's yes, always something yeah. new that keeps getting I haven't gotten to the aquarium yet but I hear I haven't either uh, so that's what it made me think of when you said the zoo which it is a pretty the zoo also so thanks to everybody we're going to talk about the St. Louis Zoo a second right <laughs> sorry <laughs> but um I really was a huge fan when I first moved here of that penguins exhibit just because I couldn't yes. believe how close they were to you like I was like oh my god is somebody and they're like oh no it's just their habitat but I was like they're so cute I was like I just want to you yes. know give them a hug <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> so trust me, I, I think that is the cutest memory for sure. Um, <laughs> I was just there in Art Hill yesterday, so I was walking oh, around nice. Forest Park. Yeah, so I uh, I don't blame you at all for feeling the way that you do. <laughs> um, but yeah, has there been a certain show? So I know we talked about like the drive-in and whatnot. Um, has there been a certain show in St. Louis before maybe all of this began or just a certain gig you had? that was kind of memorable for you here in our city? Yeah, um, so actually this past January, I did a show, um, it was called The Kindness is Free Concert. And um, we did it down at Helen Fitzgerald's. And <gasps> I know exactly where that is. I'm sorry, go really? ahead. Really? Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. it's, cool. it's a cool place, yeah. Um, but we actually did it. It was a big fundraiser concert um, in honor of one of our really good family friends, um, Lauren Murphy, who um, she years ago was um, in an accident. She was out running and was hit by a car. Oh my. Um, so she has a traumatic brain injury. Um, but she now, like literally a miracle like doctors said you know she might not ever walk or talk or anything again and she now like does public speaking engagements and is like an, a motivational speaker and crazy stuff um wow. yeah so amazing. we did oh my gosh yeah we did a big fundraising concert in honor of her um and one of her quotes that she talks about in her um speaking engagements is kindness is free so that's what we named the concert and we had some kindness is free t-shirts and Aww. and did the whole thing um so yeah that was really cool because her whole family was there she was there and um yeah it was a really memorable night for sure oh my i absolutely that 
Okay, that just seriously just moved me. I know that sounds so dramatic, but I'm like, oh my God, that's the nicest thing I've ever heard. But I, uh, like first the story alone, and then on top of it, you got to be a part of it and also do what you love, you know, what you love doing it. And I think that's almost like so admirable, Molly, to be able to do what you love for other people and still pay it forward at the same time. So props to you for still doing that. That's great. Oh my gosh, not a problem. Um, I actually love Helen Fitzgerald because my they have a great stage setup for sure yes. and it's it so nice, nice and open you got my mm. boyfriend we celebrated his 30th birthday there and that staff shout out to them <laughs> so they, uh, yes, they love are them. fantastic <laughs> love them but uh love you for doing that that is super awesome even makes me like you even more i was like i like your music and i like the person this is good oh. i like it i was like you know good morals good music this is great um, <laughs> what i will ask you too is um does your family you said that you kind of come from a musical family do they ever perform with you I wish they would. Um, so they do not. So my dad actually, he's the one who taught me how to play the guitar. He, um, he plays and he kind of taught himself too. He just kind of bought himself a guitar. Like when I was young, like he just kind of picked it up and, and figured it out and then taught me a little bit. And I continued on and, and tried to figure it out, but yeah, he's, a, he's really good. He can also just pick up and play the piano and figure stuff out on there too like he's very very musically inclined and he can sing and he will never let anyone know but he's actually a really good singer um so i always yeah i always ask him to, to play with me or um or some some shows i play they they want a duo instead of just you know just me and i'm like dad you can play with me and he's like you know that, that's all right nope nope <laughs> um, but yeah so no he's honestly really good my sister can play the piano a little bit too she also just we have one at our house so she'll like mess around on it sometimes and figure it out um my mom really loves to sing i'm not gonna say she's the best singer but she really loves to sing <laughs> she's not bad no she's gonna yell at me for this now but no she's not bad but but she really loves to sing she likes to karaoke oh me too uh -oh. sign me up mom let's do it right <laughs> I think that is the sweetest thing, though. I uh, who knows? Maybe we'll see a uh, Levitt family event in the future right. at Helen yes. Fitzgerald's, and we'll see everybody perform. I was like, that is such a cool thing to hear. What a musically talented family! But everybody is so humble about it. Like, you know, I'm just like, oh, okay, that's fantastic. That's probably why you're so nice. So, um, oh, of course, uh, what I will ask you to hear. Um, when you're doing like country, for example, I hear a lot of acoustics and then also like sometimes people have like a background band or, you know, sometimes they add like their own like electronics and stuff. Is there any way when you're producing music, do you prefer using your acoustic guitar? Do you like having a band in the back? What's something that you prefer as an artist that you feel gets your message across? Yeah, I love, I mean, it's fun to play on my own. Um, I feel like it's more intimate that way um, at, at some places, but I really do love having a full band with me um, just because 
yeah, you get a taste of all of the instruments. Like I love an electric guitar. Um, I just love the sound of it. Um, sometimes I'll have a fiddle player. I have a good friend who uh, went to high school with me who plays uh, the violin fiddle. Um, and so she'll play with me sometimes, which is like my favorite thing ever. I just think a fiddle is so cool. <laughs> oh, I do too. I always am impressed, especially like when you watch those shows like America's Got Talent, because I'm such a sucker for yes. stuff like that. Yeah. Right. And like, <laughs> these like little kids are starting like play the fiddle and I'm like that is the coolest thing or when they play the harmonica I'm like take me home I'm ready (laughs) but that's fantastic so then she's gonna join in with the reunion band I'm really excited with the love it family show I love it yes I I can't wait for this show guys so follow Molly also follow her whole family follow her (laughs) the fiddle I'm excited Um, yeah uh, that's like that actually brings me up to um for like music and stuff. So for country, sometimes like, speaking of Tim McGraw, right? He'll cross over his music into rap sometimes or things like, like he did that single with Nelly over and over again. And he's known sometimes to kind of do things like that, which like, more power to him. That's super yeah. funny. Do you think maybe, and forgive me if you've already done it, um, but how, is that something you maybe see in your future coming up, like something maybe where you're going to collaborate with somebody on something? Yeah, I think, I, mean, I don't have anything planned for that in the future, but I think right. that, that if the opportunity came, um, honestly, right now, one of my main goals is to just reach more people and, and to get my name out there and and to yeah introduce myself to people and hope that they'll like my music and like me and um so if that was you know if that felt right and it was something that you know I, I thought would be a good opportunity and my team thought would be good then yeah I would totally be down for something like that okay cool no I uh, I always wonder about that just because sometimes I feel like some genres are good by themselves but I mean being in theater and you know being con- like there's always something maybe sometimes where you can collaborate something. I've, I've seen yeah. like poetry done over music and like that's kind of interesting with writing. You know, you're putting basically, you know, music to a song. Um, what I'll ask you though, you were talking about like reaching people and kind of like branding yourself. Um, has there been any like, uh, not like obstacles, but like has there been anything kind of like challenging that you've overcome during like making and branding yourself over time? Um, I mean, I feel like honestly, the whole thing, the whole thing has been a challenge. Right. Just trying to to get myself out there. I mean, I I just started this whole journey of like going a hundred percent for it um just a little over a year ago oh so um so like i remember even um this past december i got to go to the cma christmas party with um my publicist which was super cool yeah i was so excited um and you know the number one thing that a lot of people asked me was well how many instagram followers do you have yeah and at the time I'm, I'm getting my way up there. I'm almost to 5,000 close, but, um, but at the time it was like 2000 and I was like, yeah, but I'm just starting. Like I promise I'll, I'll get it up. And they were like, okay, well, we'll talk again when you're at 10 K. And I was like, 
okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, yeah, the whole thing is just like trying to, um, yeah, to, to build up the following and, and yeah, to, to get people to, to want to to wanna follow. Oh, well, absolutely. Well, I follow you. So there's a plus, obviously. One Thank more you. person. There we go. Right. <laughs> we got the podcast following you. We got my personal account. We're going to oh, just fine. Thank you. So don't worry. <laughs> so when the next time you hit up that Christmas party, you're going to be like, right. Um, I just got two more followers. So right, just so you know. Yeah. Yeah, just so you know. No, I, you know, that that's what we talk about too, because this is the entertainment industry, right? Like, and no matter where you're at, at what point, you're always building up that following. And, yes. you know, like what I liked about yours, and I was like, oh my gosh, like you, you have a pretty... And this is going to be on film and on audio. So everybody's going to hear me say this. You've got a good following of people. Like I can tell like people are liking what you're doing. People are supporting you. And I mean, you started from your uh, album release party and then now look right. at you and here's everything that you're yeah. doing. Um, but what I, what I love is that, you know, you talk about Nashville sometimes and you're speaking of Instagram and your Instagram posts. How has it been? You know, you're, you know, there's so many great stars that have been produced in Nashville for, and it's like the home of country. I'm, I'm a huge fan of the city. I, I mean, before COVID, obviously I loved visiting. Yes. Um, what has been your favorite part about like going to the city and being around that excitement? Yeah, it's honestly, Nashville is like my favorite place ever. <laughs> it is my family calls it like Disney World for adults. Like oh, it totally. is just, yeah. oh my gosh, it's the coolest place. And especially as, you know, a country music artist, like just knowing that so many people, you know, didn't, didn't live there forever. Like I did, like I'm from St. Louis, but moved there and made it happen. Like I recently watched, um, the Garth Brooks documentary that came out and his, <laughs> he had said he had moved and was in Nashville for 24 hours and then went back home. Oh, wow. Like it's, it's, it's an intimidating city for sure. Because even, I mean, I've played down in Nashville, um, a few times and it's always, I'm just in awe of how many incredible artists and songwriters and people that are there. Um, and it is intimidating. It's like, wow, these people are really good. Like, why should I make it when they're all here too? Um, but it's also, it gives me hope because, you know, so many people, um, are there that, that love music and that support artists and um you know that is where a lot of dreams come true and so yeah it's been really cool just to be surrounded by so many people that are as driven as me especially you know in, in music and in the industry um and yeah, just to be around all of all of the music and, and people like me. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I'll tell you too. And I, I understand because even now I still get intimidated sometimes if I go to a new club that I'm not as familiar with, right? Because mm -hmm. like you start at your venues where you're familiar with everybody, you like know the staff or you produce yes. it on your own. It's when, and then you start taking it up a certain notch and you're like, oh wow, this is new territory for me. I'm with other people. And my friend Natalie gave 
gave me the best advice. And it's like, you know, and I'm sure you've probably heard the same thing, but you know, you're, you can't learn if you're the smartest person in the room, right? So they yeah. kind of apply that to your music where, you know, you're going to go see these people who are super great, but you also have to remember that you have talent too, because otherwise you wouldn't be surrounded by such amazing people. So I, like I said, I give it up to you for going out there and trying. Like there's some people who are even afraid to do that. So, uh, you know, like that, that's okay. You just got to try and keep going. And I, like I said, I commend you immensely, especially since you just said that you have performed out there. Was there um, like a favorite, like uh, out of the shows you've done out there, I guess, is there a certain one? I'm sure they're all wonderful, but was there a certain one that you were really excited about? Was it the first time you performed out there? Tell us everything. Yeah. Yes. Um, so yeah, the first time I played, um, it was really cool. So it was a writer's round it's called. So, um, there's a few of us songwriters and we get to go up and play our own music. So that was really cool for me just because I'm used to playing, you know, I play in St. Louis a ton. I play in Louisville quite a bit and those are all, you know, I'll mix in a couple of originals, but people want to hear covers. So that's usually <laughs> what I play. Um, and so it was, so it's just yeah different experience being in nashville where people come to hear your originals and they want to hear you know stuff that you've written um and it was yeah it was just really cool it was actually my first time playing um it was a night put on by brickshore media by my um pr firm and so um it was me and two other girls from our firm uh and we yeah we took turns just playing our own songs and there was it was a good crowd and it was fun and it was yeah it was really cool just to get to play your own stuff and know that that's what people came to hear like they, they came to hear your own your music so it was really cool absolutely because that's like such a great way of putting it because that's exactly i feel like with musicians specifically that's how we get to know you and what you're about as an audience member is by hearing what you have written and what you have put together. So I probably yes. would have been super excited and been like, oh my God, this is such a great show. Yes. Um, I love that you do covers though. And I, that's, that's great. I'm sure like, and it's totally true. I was just in Cottleville the other night. I went to see, there was a wine bar out there and my boyfriend's like, there's this really cute band. And he didn't say it that way, but he see, he's gonna be mad. Your mom's gonna be mad you my boyfriend's gonna be mad at me but right, I know. <laughs> we're, just, <laughs> we're just killing it molly yeah uh, molly, everybody i <laughs> oh molly squared tonight but uh oh, yeah. yep it was uh they did a bunch of covers and then they did some original stuff too and like it was great because i i personally have such appreciation for it but when the covers do come on the audience does get excited because they're like oh i know this song by sia like i right. thrills like this is great right right <laughs> so I wanted to ask you, since you have done some, has there been like a favorite cover song that you've had that you've just seems to be get gets the audience going? <laughs> Yes. So usually like the last 30 minutes or, sh or so of my shows, I'll do pretty much all sing-alongs. So we'll do like 
Sweet Caroline, Chicken Fried, um, Friends in Low Places. Yeah. I usually end with Country Roads. Like, I just want to get the crowd. Yes, like, you, like those are the songs that get people going. Yeah. Oh, I mean, they. So, I mean, especially like you put in a jukebox at a bar, it gets people excited. So I can only imagine yeah. when it's live, and you're like, all yes. right, this is gonna be great. What a great way to uh-huh. end. But go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> oh no, no, you're good. Yeah, no. So yeah, that's pretty much that's what I do at the end, and I usually will try to you know get everybody singing and dancing and have yeah have the crowd like sing some stuff and we'll just yeah we just make it a fun last little half hour i mean hopefully everyone has fun the whole time but but we make sure that the the last half hour everyone's singing along and dancing and and whatever i just yeah i just want to make yeah make people have fun yeah, speaking, that's the, well, that's the way to do it, too, because I feel like it's great to start out with you, but I can understand why the sing-along at the end would make a big impact, because it's like, oh, my God, remember you were dancing along with Molly, and this was great? Yes. Let's yes. look up her song, Good Marketing. Right. I like how that yes, yes. Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> I was a double major, because I did communications, marketing, and journalism, and all, so I was oh, like, oh, okay. that's a good tool right there. Good for you. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, what I'll ask you, you know, speaking of people dancing and singing along to you have you ever had um other than me on this podcast have you ever had a really fun fan encounter with somebody who's maybe like maybe it was like funny or it was sweet or something around those lines (laughs) yes okay actually just this weekend it was the coolest thing ever um so so i was playing just a winery in st louis chandler hill winery Mm -hmm. and i was up there playing for maybe like 10 or 15 minutes and i saw saw this man was talking to my parents and I was like oh like I don't know who that is I wonder who that is and then at the break he came up and he showed me his phone and he had my music pulled up and he was like Molly he was like I had no idea you're going to be here like I'm a huge fan he was like I've been listening to you for for months and I was like you're kidding (laughs) yes like I was like what like no way like I was so excited like I was probably more excited than he was about seeing me and he was just like like he stayed it was a four-hour show and he stayed the entire time we got a picture at the end like it was the greatest thing ever like he was so excited that it was me he had no idea I was gonna be there and, and I was just like oh my gosh like you're not one of my family friends or someone who knows me like you're just like you're a fan like it was so it was so cool yes well that's always the best feeling right is that like yes. it's out of nowhere and that's when you know you've started speaking of you know outreach and getting followers and stuff that's when you know you've started to reach people when people you don't know yes. you know your high school teacher or you right, know, like, right. you know, family friend or the person who walked your dog next door it's somebody yes, that doesn't yes. know you um because I like I said I found her on Facebook and I listened to you on Spotify um so I know you've got a few remind me how many albums do you have out or so I have one album out and then I have two other singles out that I've released the past couple of months oh yeah like I said it's uh loving you was one of my I listened to it during the day I was like on the treadmill the other day yes and there's like at the end I know right I'm like working out and it gives me that motivation where you're just (laughs) at the end you're like listen and I'm like that's right Molly you tell them I'm gonna keep running through this so everybody download that for sure and you can feel the way I do on a trip, which is great. Um, but uh, what I will say, like, 
I, I'm sure it's probably so fun to record your music. Um, what is the best part about that process that you just yeah. love doing? Is it the finished product? Is it kind of putting everything together and be the beginning? Tell us where, uh, where you feel the best. <laughs> yeah, it's honestly, um, so I remember the first song that I got to record down in Nashville was Loving You. Oh. And I just, I will never forget. So my producer and I, we had sat down and kind of talked through like the song and what we had heard and like we want these instruments and and this and that um but then the actual musicians come in and they listen to the song a couple times like just me and the guitar that's all they all they hear and so i remember we're all in our little booths we've got our headphones on and getting ready to record and i hear that opening riff that they come up with and i like i think my jaw just dropped like i was like oh, so this is what the song is going to sound like. Like, wow. Like, I just, yeah, the coolest thing for me is, you know, I, I have these songs for months or for years that I, you know, that I've written and that I've known just me and my guitar for so long and then hearing these musicians take on it and and what they do to it is so cool like hearing it built up and like come to life it's it's crazy oh my god i'm sure it's the cool especially when you have other instruments that's what i was wondering earlier i was like how do you feel about that because it's so interesting to kind of see when you're seeing even something live which i kind of miss seeing things live but you know what the next drive-in show you do i'll be there <laughs> oh my god. yes i'm so excited now i'm gonna be I'm like done but um I think that's such a cool thing to kind of see like a song like totally raw right and then all of a sudden you hear what you were talking about like the riff because I felt the same way too when the song starts you're like all right this is gonna be yes. and I'm not just saying this because she's on my podcast but like this is gonna be magic and it totally is so I uh, I, I totally it's the same thing with like comedy when you go on stage and the audience understands your first joke within 30 seconds you're just like all right we're gonna be, this fine. Is gonna be yeah absolutely um what i will say to i'll ask you really quickly before we get into your song um yes. what do you have coming up that you would like us to know about yeah um quite a few things so i actually i'm super excited <laughs> good all right yeah 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 um this week i'm super excited we're actually um going to record a music video for one woman show okay um yes so my cousin actually um is a videographer and she's awesome she is this family is awesome you <laughs> this is like a super talented family like i didn't even brush my hair today i gotta get on there we go <laughs> but go ahead this is fantastic so your cousin yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks. yeah yeah so she is making the music video she actually created the lyric video for loving you um if you haven't seen that one check it out on youtube or whatever after this um, <laughs> yeah yes but yeah she made that video and yeah we're getting ready to shoot the music video for loving you and um so that's one of my exciting things i'm also getting ready to move to nashville so i am 
Yeah, super excited. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited yeah. for you. And I just met you like an hour ago. This is cool. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Yeah, so I, um, it's been fun. Like I, you know, before the whole quarantine and everything, I was kind of back and forth um, a lot of Nashville and St. Louis. My uncle lives in Nashville. Okay. So I could stay with him when I was there and that was all great. Um, but yeah, I'm ready to just like be there and hopefully make some really cool connections and make it all happen. Um, but yeah, moving there, um, it's sounding like it's going to be September. So okay. we'll we see, but yeah, I'm super excited about that. That is so, so now is your uncle, does he play an instrument or sing too, or does he just live in Nashville? <laughs> he just lives in Nashville. He, okay. <laughs> he's a big, big country music fan. Um, oh, I think he has met. Yeah. Yes, totally. Yes. <laughs> he like gets all of the, the backstage passes and the everything like he is a huge huge country music fan he, he goes okay. to a bunch of shows and does stuff well nashville's um, a great city for him then that's a good place oh, for yeah. Him to be. oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Well, Molly, um, thank you again for coming on. Let's go ahead yeah. and let's hear. I know in, earlier I said, Molly, like, do you need preparation? And she was so smooth about it. She goes, I'm just going to swing out this acoustic guitar and just play it. And I was yes. like, I need that type of smoothness. But let's listen to your new single, One Woman Show, acoustically right here on Casually Molly. Yeah. Yeah. 
one woman show. Where can we find this? Tell us all the details. Yes, it is on all digital platforms. So Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, Amazon, whatever you listen to, it will be there. Oh, perfect. Well, I'm going to make sure that I, uh, the next time I go work out, I'll do my cool down to one woman show. There we go. So there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. But Molly, this has been lovely. And then on social media, where can we find you? I mean, I already yes. know, but for the other people who need to follow you for next year's Christmas party, what do we need to do? Please, guys, please, yeah. <laughs> I am on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Molly Lovett. So super easy, just my name, Molly Lovett. Um, I'm on YouTube if you search Molly Lovett as well. Um, and then my website is mollylovett.com. All right, we'll make sure to share all of that when this episode comes out. And remember, you can always casually subscribe to the other Molly, me, <laughs> anywhere, and make sure to look out for Molly Lovett's uh, episode that we have coming up. But uh, Molly, we always ask at the end of our episode what you're gonna casually do now. So what's, uh, what's your plan now? I know you've got the 21st birthday with your friends, so. Yes, that is that is the plan. I'm getting ready right after this. I'm going to go meet my friends. We're going to go go celebrate. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll let you go and do that. But thank you again for sitting. Thank down you with so me. much. Oh, my gosh. Not a problem. We'll be in touch and you have a lovely rest of your day. Thank you for sharing. Yes, you too. It's good to meet you. Bye. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>